This is Brain Diet, episode 181, Five Reasons You Might Overeat at Night. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. Before we get into today's topic, I want to extend an invitation to you to register for my free masterclass called Self-Care with an Autoimmune Condition. This will be happening September 6th. It's a Wednesday. And if you aren't able to make the live time for the call, you will be sent the replay. But I have some really great content prepared for this masterclass. And essentially, I will be sharing where you might be lacking in your self-care with your autoimmune condition that you might not be aware of what to do about it. I'm going into detail about where nutrition and exercise fit into self-care, and I'm also elaborating on how to maximize your self-care while saving time and money. And I'm really excited about all of these different elements to this masterclass that I'm teaching because self-care is often very compromised with an autoimmune condition for a variety of reasons. And so it's a topic that I love teaching and uh, sharing with people a very comprehensive approach to how to go about your life when you have an autoimmune condition. And so I will put the link to register in the show notes of this episode. You can also um, go over to my Instagram and find the information there if you want. Uh, But this is something that I am really excited about. So be sure to register for that, whether or not you're able to make it live. Um, There will be some perks to making it live, but if not, that's okay. You'll be sent the replay. And so be sure to check that out. I will put the link for that in the show notes. What we are talking about today is five reasons you might overeat at night. I share this not because overeating at night is necessarily a problem unless it is. If you find that nighttime is kind of your time to overconsume and it isn't necessarily what you want to be doing long term for yourself, then this is why I have this episode outlined and prepared for today is I want to share a few reasons why overeating at night might be happening. And I have these five and it could be singular reasons where you're like, oh my gosh, that's that one reason is why I tend to overeat at night. And it could be multiple contributing all at once. And in that case, hopefully you will come away with an understanding of how to combat each of these reasons in a way that is helpful to you and your goals. The first reason that you might overeat at night is simply because it's a habit. The reason that I have this listed as first in all of these is because this one is typically the simplest one to work through. And this is because habitual eating is more mindless than it is emotional. So this just means that it's just a behavior where there isn't a lot of emotion attached to it. It's not emotionally charged. It's not something we do because we're having a bad day. There's nothing behind it that's motivating it that we're trying to get away from. It's more of an autopilot behavior. And 
it doesn't really feel urgent. The way that I like to think about habits in a case like this is turning on a light switch. When I come into my house into my mudroom from my garage, I immediately go to turn on the light switch. And if our power's out for whatever reason, I will go and turn it on. And even if I know the power's out, I still will go and reach to turn on the light switch just because it's habitual. And when it doesn't come on, I'm like, Ooh, what's wrong here? Like I don't get the immediate reward of my behavior, but it's not something that's really difficult for me to navigate. I just kind of have to remind my brain a couple of times the power's out. I can't turn on this light switch. And that alone, you know, will allow me to shift the behavior from being a habit to something I no longer do. Now, again, in the case of a power outage, that's not really a highly influential habit, but you get my point here. Is it something that isn't really emotionally charged? And so how we combat habitual nighttime overeating is by tracking what you're eating, If you are paying attention to every bite in whatever way tracking means to you, if you're tracking calories, if you're tracking macros, if you're simply just keeping a food journal, uh, all with the intent of just paying attention to what you're eating, being more mindful of what you're eating, it puts you in more of a conscious place as you are taking bites throughout the day. And it's a little bit more difficult. There's a little bit of a barrier to some of that habitual eating behavior. And so when you are tracking what you're eating in some way, it can help you become aware of those habits that you might not have really been paying attention to. And I'm a big fan of tracking in all of the different ways for a variety of reasons, but not a huge fan of tracking forever. And that's, that's a general statement because for some people it can work really well. But the way that I like to go about it is for us to spend time tracking. The best way to not have to track forever is to track for a time. And so if you spend time paying attention to what you're eating, these type of habits will kind of bubble up to the surface and you'll be like, oh, I didn't realize I was reaching for these things at this time of day because that's just what I was accustomed to. So that's the first reason that you might overeat at night. Reason number two is that you restrict calories and you restrict food too much during the day. Now, this has two prongs to this, calorie and food restriction. It could be unintentional and it could be intentional. So I'm going to first discuss the calorie restriction that's more unintentional. This is things like ignoring your hunger signals. Like you're, you might feel some hunger in your body, but you're like, oh, I, I, I'm, I've got other stuff to do. I'm busy. And it's essentially just allowing other things to take priority over fueling your body. And this is actually something that I noticed with myself for a time where there were days and it specifically, it was like Saturdays. I noticed it the most because I would get up and just start all of the cleaning and the chores and all of that. And I could get to one or 2 PM without having eaten anything. And for me, that was not useful, especially if I was had a protein goal, a vegetable and fruit goal, a fiber goal. It became really difficult to fit all of those things in such a, such a short window because I was so satiated with foods trying to compact it into one window. It was really difficult. And that was me unintentionally restricting food throughout the day because I just wasn't really listening to my body. I was prioritizing over, I was prioritizing other things. But then what happens with many of us is when we are unintentionally doing this and we're just saying, oh, I'll eat later, we are typically really hungry at the end of a day. And when we have that type of hunger that we've ignored for hours on end, you're usually less likely to reach for the nutrient dense food that has a lot of volume and you instead go for the easy calorie dense, like more tasty type foods. Not to mention the fact that 
when you have food with a lot of volume, but not a lot of calories, we don't really reach for those. Again, if you're trying to get so many servings of fruits and vegetables in a day, if you try to compact that into a smaller window, it becomes really difficult and you can get bloated and have gastric distress and all of the things. And so that's why it's really important to pay attention to when you're eating and if you're putting off eating for the sake of something else, just to be really mindful of that. Now, to speak to the intentional calorie restriction and food restriction throughout the day, Typically what I see is people do this from the space of I'm trying to be good. During the day, I'm good. I eat clean, quote unquote, which oftentimes clean is really low calorie. It's like chicken breast and lettuce. And when we come at it with the mentality of I'm trying to be good, you are often resisting a lot of urges and a lot of feelings And you are just kind of white knuckling your way through the day when you're trying to be quote unquote good or clean. And then at the end of the day, you are mentally and emotionally exhausted. This is because when you are resisting your life, when you are trying to be good, when you are resisting something that's quote unquote bad, you are using energy to do so. When you have all this desire for food and you are resisting it in the name of morality of being a good human by eating certain good foods, then you are using energy to do this. And by the end of the day, you have depleted a lot of mental and emotional energy. And when you deplete all of those energy stores, you don't have anything left to continue resisting. And so this is why oftentimes by the end of the day, you've just run out of energy to resist all of the temptation. And so a way that I notice this in myself and in my clients is if I'm not breathing throughout the day, if I notice I'm breathing really shallowly, then I know that I'm not being present, that I'm just trying to white knuckle my way through the day and not breathing through everything that's coming up, every emotion. And every time I maybe want food that isn't in alignment with my goals, I'm not being present with that and allowing for that just to exist in my body. And so how do we combat this calorie restriction, whether it's unintentional or intentional? is we prioritize eating, no matter how small throughout the day. And this can mean just having a small protein rich snack or something that is very um, convenient and strategic that you've got prepared that you can just grab and go. Because I think oftentimes we're like, it needs to be the perfect meal or no meal at all. I need to have the all or nothing. It needs to be the most perfect, most nutrient dense, most optimal, whatever that might be, or else I just shouldn't eat. And I think this is where we get into trouble because then we put off eating and then we end up doing ourselves a greater disservice later in the day when we are overeating, right? And so prioritize eating in whatever way that might be. If that's just having a small snack at some point and then deciding I'm going to eat a bigger meal later, or if it is prepping foods ahead of time and just making sure you have them readily available. Because the truth is, if you are looking to lose weight, you still need to prioritize eating enough calories, Like losing weight isn't just about eating as little as possible. It's about eating as much as possible and still losing weight. It's about eating enough to where your body still has its needs met and is functioning as optimally as possible because it's being fueled well and still being in a caloric deficit in order to create the fat loss or the weight loss that you're looking to create. So consider eating more throughout the day to alleviate at least the physical hunger in the evening so that you only have to uh, navigate the emotional pieces versus having to navigate both the physical hunger as well as the emotional turmoil at the same time. So prioritize eating. And another thing that I 
will mention here as well is having a coach is really valuable to help you work through these things. Because if you have a lot of mental drama, if you have a lot of all or nothing thinking when it comes to nutrition, then you got to look inside your brain. You have got to have someone else help you navigate through those mentalities, through, through those thought processes in order to clean those up so that they stop getting in the way. The third reason you might overeat at night is you are using food to avoid unpleasant thoughts and feelings. And this kind of rides the tail of number two, because we might restrict through the day and then all of those feelings that we were white knuckling our way through come up at the end of the day. And the way that we cope with them is through food. And what tends to happen is we go through our day and keep our emotions at arm's length, if you will. And we do this by distracting ourselves from our emotions with our busy lives. We distract ourselves from our uncomfortable feelings with technology. How often have you sat on your couch or your bed and been like, I need a break. I'm just going to sit and scroll on my phone. Now, again, this in and of itself isn't necessarily a problem, but when we do this with food and it causes unintentional health consequences or undesired health consequences, then that's when it's worth paying attention to. But we get so good at distracting ourselves from these unpleasant thoughts and feelings because we're busy, because we have technology right at our fingertips. And then at the end of the day, we use food as the next best solution. So it's important to recognize that it isn't because anything's wrong with you. If you have a desire to avoid unpleasant thoughts and feelings, it makes perfect, perfect sense because they can be unpleasant. However, if it has a negative consequence down the road, then that's where it's worth paying attention to. But of course, it makes sense why you might not, not want to feel something uncomfortable. If you are present in the evening with your mind and you haven't developed the skills for how to direct your mind, then what it can do by default is what typically is painful and unpleasant. Because our brains naturally are inclined to criticize, be critical, to doubt, to question, to have a lack of enoughness, to question our capabilities. They can offer a sense of inadequacy. And some of these emotions can be really intense and really uncomfortable and unpleasant. And so it makes sense why we would want to avoid them because we don't have the skills to know how to navigate them instead of to numb them with food or with technology. And even if an emotion isn't necessarily extremely unpleasant, something like boredom, like it's not maybe as painful as, as self-criticism, but it still all goes into the bucket of a void that we're looking to fill, of a feeling that we're looking to not have to feel. And so when we feel these things and we don't have the skills to navigate these things, that's how we end up going to food to cope. And again, there's nothing wrong with this. It's just now an important piece that you can be aware of to say, oh, maybe this is something that I don't know how to navigate. And that's okay. All that information is, it's giving you the information to know, oh, if I just develop some skills around this, I can really solve for this problem. How do we combat this then? One of my favorite strategies for combating the unpleasant thoughts and feelings situations is to take a walk because movement is often such a great way to get the brain, the gears in the brain moving and to get the energy in the body processing and just flowing because when we're, our bodies are moving and we've got lots of energy in our bodies of different emotions and thoughts, walking is a great way to be able to allow it to have that higher frequency energy, but not have it be something that we feel like we're sitting still and just about to explode from. 
Another way to combat this, and this is something that I really go deeply into with my clients, is to write down everything that's coming to mind. When you are at the end of your day and you sit on your couch and you start to have all of these thoughts, whether they're about you and your your body, your day, your capabilities, or just how you don't know what else to do, when you can write down what's coming to mind, you can create space from it. Too often we're too close to our brains and we're so quick to believe what it offers as true. And then we feel a feeling and we think, I can't feel this. I'm just going to go to food. But that right there is a thought, like I can't feel this. And when you can sit down and just write a stream of consciousness at night, you create just a small degree of space to where you pause for just a second before you believe the first thing that your brain is going to offer you. And in this case, don't fall for the excuse of that's too much work and that won't do anything because that thought alone is going to prevent you from creating more awareness and from gathering the information that you need to then know what you need to work on, what needs to change in order to shift this behavior. Sometimes it's these smallest behaviors that can create the biggest change, but we block ourselves from doing them because we're like, that's going to be too insignificant. That's not going to have enough of a change on my weight, on my life, on my health, me sitting, writing my thoughts on the couch. But it has to start somewhere like that. It has to start with you noticing the times of your day that are a little bit more difficult and then to pay very close attention to what you are thinking in those times. So that is reason number three that you might overeat at night. Reason number four is one that has been very interesting to me over the last couple of years that I have uh, this new phrase. It's called revenge bedtime. I've also heard it called revenge scrolling, which I'm going to get to in a minute. But revenge bedtime essentially comes from us believing we have no me time during the day. So we work to reclaim that me time at night. And so I'm speaking now in the context of food. We eat in the name of this is for me. This is my me time. But we also do it revenge scrolling. And if you've ever done this, I know I've done this, where I will lay in my bed and think, I haven't had one second of quiet or a moment to myself all day. So I'm going to do that now by scrolling when what I need is to go to sleep. But it's a way of rebelling against this sense of a lack of control that one has over their time. And so it can be food, it can be technology, it can be anything. But it's anything that we use to get this quote unquote revenge over this perceived lack of control over our days. So if you fall into this category, if you find yourself in the evening and you're like, you know what, I've had no me time. So my me time is going to be me overeating. This is a mindset problem because this mentality of this is my me time, I'm going to eat. It actually has the opposite of the intended effect. It ends up working against you because me time typically is pursued and and looked at as a as a form of self-care as a way of helping you be stronger healthier more capable more functional and when you revenge scroll when you revenge eat it actually has the opposite effect where it works against your health it works against your weight goals because you're overeating you're over consuming and so it is a direct opposite of this intended idea of you thinking this is my me time and it ends up doing the exact opposite thing And so how do you combat this revenge bedtime overeating situation is you have to learn to pause and question why, 
pause before you eat, before you grab your phone, before you do those quote unquote me time behaviors and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I laying in my bed when I know I should be going to sleep and still scrolling? Why am I doing this? And you do that by looking at what you are thinking yet again, to look at your thoughts. And when you are thinking, I have no control over my day. When you're thinking everyone is so demanding of my time, I haven't had a second to myself. Those types of thoughts make perfect sense that they would lead to you doing something that could look like scrolling or eating because those thoughts feel terrible. And so you would want to act out. It makes total sense why. But when you can pay attention to those thoughts and question them and question whether or not you want to keep thinking them, that's where you start to gain a little bit of power. Because if you're thinking I have no, no control over my day, it's not going to feel great. Versus something like, I'm so proud of myself for showing up today. I have done so many hard things today. I'm going to be extra sure to look out for myself tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going to make sure to plan in some time to myself. I'm going to make sure to, in the next week, prioritize some me time that's actually productive, that actually leads you to feeling more rejuvenated and healthier and stronger and more capable. And this type of mentality is a subtle shift, but it's one that completely changes a behavior because then instead of thinking I need to rebel against all of these outside sources that are working against me, instead you have an internal sense of I'm so proud of myself for all the hard things I did today and I'm going to make sure I look out for myself in the future. And looking out for myself in the future right now is probably not scrolling on my phone in bed. So that's reason number four, revenge eating, revenge bedtime, revenge nighttime. Isn't that fascinating? Revenge scrolling. That was one I heard a while back. I think I've even mentioned it on a couple of podcasts and I just was like, oh my gosh, that's such a great way to describe it. Cause that's exactly, um, that encapsulates what it feels like for so many people. Reason number five that you might overeat at night is that you feel ashamed to eat around other people. And so you eat at night in private in a way that is completely aligned with how you want to be eating in the moment because you're not going to be judged by other people essentially. Now, is it aligned with your future goals? Probably not. But because of this shame, because of this fear that you have about eating around other people, maybe you eat in private at night. Now for me, I like eating alone. I like eating in private, especially like in my own home because it allows me to be really present with my food. It allows me to really enjoy it because I don't have any other distractions. But this behavior for me, eating alone, eating in private, it's not because I'm ashamed. It's not because I'm guilty. It's not because I care what other people think about what I'm eating. It's it's motivated by a very by, by a reason that feels really good to me because it's like, oh man, I can just be present. I can take as long as I want to eat. I can enjoy this food and that feels good. But for some people, you might fall into this category where you feel ashamed to eat around other people. You feel guilty. You feel embarrassed. And so that's for you to ask. Why is it that you feel ashamed to eat around other people? Are you afraid of people's judgment? Do you think that eating is some sign of weakness? Which is silly if you think that, but it's okay. We all have thoughts that are oftentimes completely ridiculous, but that's why you got to ask. Why is it that I feel ashamed to eat around other people? This problem, this reason you might be overeating at night is another mindset problem. Because what happens is when you are in social situations around other people, you start to have thoughts like they're going to judge me. I'm so weak for eating this. This is such a terrible choice to make. They're going to think I'm a terrible person. They're going to think I'm fat. They're going to think I'm unhealthy. 
when you are thinking thoughts that are so painful that make you feel ashamed about you and your behaviors, it makes sense why you might instead eat in private because it's not the people's judgment that you are afraid of, but it is in fact the thoughts that you would think about your eating behaviors that are the painful things. Here's how we have to think about this. What other people think of you, period, but what other people think of you and what you are eating is none of your business. You have to take your perspective of being in other people's brains and do a complete 180 and instead focus on your own brain. Focus on what you are thinking, what you are eating, why you are eating, and if you want to keep thinking the thoughts that you are thinking. You have to check in. Why is it that I would want to eat tonight? Why is it that I would not want to eat tonight in this social situation? And be very honest with yourself. Because maybe you go into something with a plan ahead of time and think, I am not going to eat this evening. But for me, oftentimes I make that decision just because I know the food's not going to be good. And I don't want to waste the calories on food that I won't even enjoy. But again, that's a totally different reason than feeling ashamed at what others might think. What others think about you is completely based on their own brains and has nothing to do with your worth as a human, with your health. So get out of people's minds. No matter what you eat and no matter how much or how little you eat of it, there will, be all, there will always be someone that would criticize you. Always. You could find someone on this earth right now at any point in time that would criticize you and your eating behaviors and your health behaviors. That's because everyone has a different perspective on the world, different opinions, different brains. And so what other people think about you and what you're eating is none of your business. So get out of their mind and instead stay in your own and decide ahead of time in these social situations. If you've typically had some of these bigger emotions, then make a plan ahead of time, decide what you're going to do. And then notice all of the thoughts that come up around that decision. I recommend challenging yourself and and trying to eat in these public situations just for the sake of bringing up all of the painful thoughts that you have so that you are then aware of them in order to work on them. If you are concerned of other people's judgments of you, it's likely because you're just concerned about how you will judge yourself. And so when you can notice that and be aware of that in your mind, you then have the material with which to work to help yourself move forward, to help yourself change some of those mindsets, to then be able to be so much more comfortable in these social situations. And don't judge yourself for whatever comes up for you. Don't judge yourself for your behavior in these situations. Don't judge yourself if you feel ashamed eating around other people. Again, there's nothing wrong with you if you feel this way. But I just want to remind you that it's not because something is wrong with you. It's just because you have a lot of thoughts that maybe aren't very kind. And you also have been spending too much time in other people's brains. So spend some time in your own brain and pay close attention to all of the thoughts that you're having in these social situations. And then put that in your back pocket to pay attention to later. Whatever happens in an evening, whatever you've decided ahead of time and whatever ends up actually happening, do not judge yourself. Simply give yourself space to work through it with compassion, to pay attention to those thoughts and notice, oh my goodness, when I'm in social situations, I am thinking things like, they're going to think I'm such a pig for eating this. Like what an unkind thought to be thinking to yourself. So my friends, five reasons you might overeat at night. Maybe some of these have resonated with you. And if they have, I hope that you have come away with something that is useful to combat it and to be able to navigate through it. And I also will recommend if you feel like it's too 
messy of a web that you schedule a free consult with me and we can talk about this and we can figure out a way to better help you navigate some of these problems as it comes to your health and your your mental and emotional state. Again, I'm just going to remind you to register for my self-care with an autoimmune condition masterclass that's happening in September. I'm very excited about it and I'm so looking forward to seeing all of you there. That's all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.